Need a powerful ally to fight daily bugs and serious pathogens? Allicin Med is the powerful universal pathogen killer's latest advance of German-sourced Allicin, enzymatically stabilized to clear the body of bacteria, fungi, mycobacteria, and parasites. It penetrates body biofilms and is non-toxic to tissues. Pathogen resistance cannot develop for long-term body-optimized wellness. Clear stealth pathogens that promote autoimmune disease, cancer and vascular inflammation and plaque and promote healing of tissues. Now pathogen-free. With 200 milligrams more power than prior Alamed, you can't get a more powerful ally to fight daily bugs and serious pathogens. Give your body what it needs. Allison Med. Order Dr. Bill Deagle's Nutridyne at 888-212-8871 or Nutramedical.com. That's 1-888-212-8871 or Nutramedical.com. And listen to the Nutramedical Report on the Genesis Radio Network with open lines every weekday. Nutramedical.com, bringing nutrition and medicine together. This program is brought to you by the Genesis Communications Network, a world leader in talk radio since 1998. Visit GCNlive.com today. Back to the Nutramedical Report. We have uh, coming on the line here Josh Bernstein. That's how we start off our week. Lots of issues to talk about. We have a caravan of 1,200 plus people coming up from Honduras trying to claim asylum. We have uh, Trump basically saying the DACA deal is off the table now as the Democrats killed it. Of course, he did want to deserve this issue for the 2018 election, hoping that by 2020 the government uh, rats, the bureaucrats, I call rats, uh, want to make sure that. They can cushion their seats so they can figure, well, we'll just delay two more years, then Trump will be out of power, and hopefully we'll have a Democrat and continue open borders, which means you don't have a nation. And then on top of that, we've got, uh, you know, I guess we've got the egg roll occurring on the White House lawn uh, today with Melania Trump and others, including uh, Eric Trump and his wife. Uh, what, what I see happening is pretty crazy. Uh, of course, Trump said he wanted to go to the nuclear option with the Senate. Why? Why don't they do it? Why don't they pass legislation and get things moving? I mean, bills die that are even generated in the Congress, in the Senate. And it's just over and over. I don't know. The numbers are mind-boggling how many bills have died in the Senate, including approval, by the way, of his cabinet. We're almost this, you know, within six months of halfway through his first term of office, and he doesn't have his full cabinet yet or all his appointees. It's just crazy how the Democrats and uh, I call demon rats have literally delayed and obstructed to the point where they're trying to completely paralyze the government, aren't they? Yeah, there's a new rule, obviously, for for President Trump that he has to abide by. And all the rest of the other presidents, regardless of party, didn't have this type of treatment. Uh, and it's because of who he is. It's because of, you know, how he has governed and the fact that he is and opposes a threat to the globalists. He opposes a threat to both parties. He opposes a threat to the establishment, and so they're doing everything they can to obstruct and to delay and to hold up. But uh, in the end, it's probably not going to work. I mean, a new report out says he's already at 50% approval. Um, I've never believed the polls, so I believe that that's 58 to 62% approval throughout the country. Uh, and, uh, you know, he's doing well. The economy's doing well, and jobs are back in America, and things are working real well. Now we just got to get rid of Robert Mueller and this witch hunt, 
the IG report should be coming out pretty soon. And, uh, you know, that will uh, give more ammunition, certainly, to the House and Senate Republicans to get rid of this Mueller investigation and start holding some of these people accountable. Exactly, yeah. Now, um, I honestly think that what Trump does in the next six months, including electing new congressmen and senators and turning the tide, because literally since the Second World War, the first uh, midterm election afterward, almost every presidency, Democrat and Republican, loses seats. I hope yeah. that Trump can turn that around and won't ha- happen. Uh, I, I know you're a bit of a pessimist, uh, but, you know, to be looking at the stats, they already had, a, a, if you want to call it a build-down of the, of the marginal seats already in the 2016 election. I don't think there's a lot of marginal seats to lose now. I think what, it's likely, in fact, the, the opposite. I actually, the stats I look suggest about six uh, Senate seats will be won by the Republicans, and up to 14 House seats will be won by the Republicans. That's the numbers that I'm seeing from all the various experts, kind of boiling them all down to their final numbers. I'm hoping that's correct. I mean, unless something catastrophic happens today, the stock market's gyrating down. Again, people don't realize that we don't protect our borders when, when, not if, the world economy crashes and burns. We're going to be flooded by hundreds of millions of people, which we can't afford to take care of. And they're not the best and brightest. These are people just showing up. And, of course, the black people are finally catching on and realizing that the Democratic Party has thrown them under the bus. They don't care if you're poor, black, white, whatever. They, and the Democrats used to kind of protect those people. They don't anymore. Their attitude is, we just want to be in power. We want instant uh, Democrats. You know, In fact, if you just get a driver's license three months after you arrive, say, in California... You can vote, and that's what the state governor, this moonbeam government idiot wants to do, is basically flood the place and have no borders. Well, no borders means no country. You don't have a country if you don't have borders. But, you know, my wife and my two uh, sons and daughter applied and paid quite a bit of money over time to actually get their citizenship. I'm an American. My mom's an American. One of my sons is born in the United States, so he's an American. I'm amazed that people can jump the line, and we don't have a change in our immigration laws this catch-and-release law should have been dealt with in the first year of Trump's administration. But because of the Democrats and the fact that McConnell won't use the nuclear option except to get Gorsuch in, which he did use it for that, why don't they use it again? I think it's crazy that we don't proceed and just get things done. Yeah, well, look, um, I, I think that the immigration thing, if we're going to use the nuclear option for anything else once again, it needs to be for immigration. I would agree with that 100%. Um, it would also be needed for um, the Second Amendment. Um, I think we ought to get rid of the National Firearms Control Act and get rid of any gun laws uh, either done through executive order or I would just do it, you know, to have it voted on and get rid of it and do the nuclear option and get rid of some of these laws against the Second Amendment, because, again, they're infringing upon our right to bear and keep arms. So uh, we know that the Second Amendment is under massive attack. You know, we've got this little Hitler's youth movement going on with David Hogg and Emma Gonzalez and the rest of these little kids, and they're being, you know, programmed, basically, and they're like little brown shirts in a way, and, you know, the masters are... Soros and Media Matters and David Brock and Michael Bloomberg and all these other gun grabbers out there that set up the entire March for Our Guns. And uh, it's really disturbing to think that maybe a lot of these young kids will come out and vote. Now, there has been some counter-protests, thank goodness, 
yeah. kids in Florida actually walked out of school uh, in support of the Second Amendment. So not all of the youth, thank God, is brainwashed. But, uh, you know, there's probably a large percentage of them that are, and they may go out and they may vote. Right. Now, um, what are the ma- other major issues? Uh, what do you think of the fact that uh, Trump invited Putin to do some kind of a summit? I think uh, he should. Uh, I look at Pat Buchanan's report on the analysis of where of the fact that, you know, Putin's not a guy that even drinks vodka. Strategically and militarily, it makes no sense at all that the Russians would try to poison a former spy and his, and his daughter in a very sloppy way, uh, I think, in London. It doesn't make sense. When you actually look at uh, the fact that Port and Down has these same toxins and the British have an agenda, I'm, you know, it's not yet risen to this full conspiracy theories, but the fact is Russia is calling for an investigation to say, what's your corroborative evidence that it's only the Russians that are doing this? Because the British have an agenda, just like the British White Hats were involved with in certifying that, that Bashar al-Assad used chemical weapons in Syria. And it makes no sense whatsoever that Assad was an eye doctor, but a British wife trying to run Syria, which is now a tiny fraction of what it used to be, uh, is using chemical weapons against the people of Syria. It doesn't make sense. Well, look, I, I think, um, you know, the the Russians want to be a world dominator again. There's no question about it. Yeah, but that's not the way to do it. Yeah. And they're going to have to fight China because I think it's the big three, China, Russia, and the United States. We have got to win that battle for being the, you know, the ultimate super superpower for sure and the reason is is because if we win that battle which normally we will um we'll end up being a cause for good not a cause for evil uh, if uh, uh, china or uh, russia does then the world is going to be a very dangerous well let let me throw in a couple of different uh, i I call geopolitical equations the first thing is everybody's noticed since the sukhmar war when nagasaki and hiroshima were bombed the nuclear war is unwinnable so nobody knows. In fact, I was watching a show the other night about the dead hand, about them trying to put it in Lamentov Mountain in Russia. And they realized it was, it was grant, which, which was not granted. It was actually court, so it wouldn't allow the radio signals to hit the, you know, if there was a decapitation of the Russian government. Uh, nuclear war, even a, a local nuclear war, is unwinnable by all sides. Like in mo- most of the people in China would disappear in a day, and so would us. The real most dangerous thing, to be honest with you, is data. Data is king, and the biggest and most important data is financial data. 90% of the world's economy is run on U.S. dollars, either physical or virtual, and that's the ultimate data, financial data, isn't it? things out, uh, Josh, I want you to, uh, ultimately, the, the, the biggest thing is not bombs or hypersonic cruise missiles or anything, even weather weapons from space and all this crap. The ultimate weapon is data. That's where we're moving what are called the data age. They really shouldn't talk about the AI age. It's actually the data age because artificial intelligence, like everybody now, is in a sense moving toward a personal digital assistant. In the future, it'll be personal health assistant where you'll even have body implants or even 
wearables that can actually transmit your blood sugar and your your heart rate and everything else directly to your your hand thing and directly to an app that will go through the SuperNet 5G network uh, and even call the ambulance if they think that you're showing signs you've got early signs of a cardiac arrest or a stroke. I honestly think that the the biggest thing in the future that people aren't paying, I, I call the black swan event, is the rise of data. Data is king. It's not even regular money. That's why cryptocurrencies aren't going to go away, even with the Chinese trying to legislate them away. They're delusional. Just they think if they can rate their people and bash them on the head and say you can't get on a plane or a train unless you play our game, communist China is ready to pop, as far as I'm concerned. That's why Xi made himself a dictator. So uh, I think when Trump starts to carry on the next series of, of changes and the Senate gets either rid of McConnell or he decides to go nuclear and do what Trump wants him to do, I think you're going to see America crush it. Anybody else who doesn't play ball with America, Europe, Russia, China, or anybody, is done. That's what's going to happen. Well, I think we have a very small window in which, if he does do the nuclear option, that it'll really, really help America. Exactly. Yeah, there is a window there. I also understand that in the future, one day, President Trump won't be president. And we'll have another president come in, and we'll have another Congress come in, and they'll use the nuclear option to do all kinds of left-leaning, you know, Marxist policies. So there is a danger in that, uh, in the fact that, you know, you do it to us, we do it to you. And the thing is, is that if the, if the Democrats were in charge right now, they would have used the nuclear option if Hillary was president. On January 21st, I mean, there's no question about it. They would have never have, have left, you know, six months, a year, year and a half, however long it's been, uh, in order to not do it. They would have done it immediately on every single thing that they did because they were that close to ending this country. And so now we're trying to play nice. We're trying to play, you know, the uh, above the fray, if you will, and haven't used it really. And I don't know, because the other side would use it. So it's one of the yeah. things that's a catch-22. Well, I think we have, we have a majority. We, we have a majority. They would have used it. Well, here's, here's the, the, the play against that. I, the Congress already is a majority rule. Why is it the Senate? And secondly, why should we be afraid of it if we stack, especially the Supreme Court, with two more justices? If something is truly unconstitutional and, and immoral, Supreme Court will rule against it because remember that's why we have three opposing branches of government. We have a president. In the past, the president abused its power. For example, people don't realize this with even Trump. Obama never had a budget. He had an omnibus bill, and every single omnibus bill allowed the president to redirect cash, slow walk, and do whatever the hell he wanted. I don't understand why Trump doesn't slow walk the monies to say Planned Parenthood, converts a lot of that military money into building the wall with the Army Corps engineers because they built the last wall, the so-called fence, and they used fencing from the Vietnam War. I think Trump needs to exert more power. I think McConnell needs to not be so paranoid that so-called some future government. We need to actually plan for the fact that no future government will have maniac Democrats. Maybe the Democrats, if they move back to the center, they might get some votes. The only that's yeah, why this guy <clears throat> that's why that's why this guy Connor, I call Conman, got got elected because he actually was running as a pseudo Republican, saying he's not going to work with Nancy Pelosi. I think what we have to do is we have to stop being wimpy about it and just move forward. It's like a cardiac surgeon say, "Hey, we're going to hit a bleeder here. Just get ready to to put your fist on it after you get a shot of blood in the face." <clears throat> we have to realize, yeah, this is going to get ugly. <clears throat> but if we don't stop, for example, these caravans. And the world economy crashes, because I think 
we're going to have a major conniption of the world economy sometime in the next six months, probably because the globalists know they can either do two things, kill or impeach Trump or kill the world economy. <clears throat> they want to have these things like these 1,200 people coming up. They want to see the stock market take a gyration that drops 700 points again today. And the fact is the globalists do control these factors, and they don't control the Supreme Court now with Gorsuch there. We get two more justices, and if we get the Senate passing a bunch of bills, we can clean up, like you say, the gun legislation that's been put in over the years or executive orders. There shouldn't be gun legislation. There should be mental health legislation and opening mental health institutions and have a way to identify people yeah. that are nuts. And shouldn't, they shouldn't get anything sharper than a freaking kitchen knife or a butter knife, let alone a gun, you know, or even bomb materials or anything else. It's just nuts. Why, why do we tolerate mentally ill people in our society walking around and getting stuff? Now, I, as a non-mentally ill person, should be able to have anything. If I want to have a 50 caliber anti-aircraft machine gun on my roof, it's my damn business. It's none of theirs. Right? My thought process is the least amount of gun laws there are for that society is. Of course it is. That's why I... Some good guy with a gun is going to be able to take out a bad guy with a gun. And it has the schools and the churches and the shopping malls and the retail stores and the restaurants. I, I say let you know let uh, concealed carry be everywhere. Let it be retroactive no, everywhere. Yeah. Let it be in every single state. Because again, an armed society is a polite society. And if he well, look at look Switzerland. To one of these areas, they would meet an armed resistance. Well, yeah, a good example is Switzerland. Very low crime rate. Everybody by law has to spend two weeks until you're like 65 in the army. Uh, and doing things every year, and every one for every fourth weekend, you got to actually do, and you have to have mortar as well as fully automatic machine guns and thousands of rounds of ammunition in every home, and in every home also in Switzerland, you have to have a bomb shelter against a potential nuclear bomb. The fact is, it's a very polite society. It's only the no-gun zones, like you know, uh, here in California, that they've been killing people, or anywhere else. And uh, we talked about this with gun owners of America, Larry Pratt and others, that yeah. it's the, the issue is if we get had a concealed carry so I could be walking around, look, I'm a target, okay? Uh, and I'm sure you're a target, too. I've had over the last 13 years a number of death threats. I get threats all the time. Some of them are so overt they actually start harassing my wife and people that are even calling in orders. And I counter it by scaring the hell out of them and say, hey, i got techies, I've got your IP address, they're coming to get you locally, and if you get through my gate, I'm like Predator from the movie from the Arnold Schwarzenegger years ago, like an alien that can detect you. And I said, and I have incendiary bombs and armor-piercing weapons, and I'll blow your head off before I say hello. And that stops them cold because they realize I am nuts, I am aggressive, I'm building also uh, lethal and non-lethal weapon systems, and if you want to bother me, I'm going to kill you. I'm not going to play with you or just harm you. I'm going to make sure you're dead before you even get to my doorstep. Now, that stops people, and, it, and I'm polite because I don't want to harm anybody, but they need to know if they decide that they're going to try to harm me and my family, including Delta Force or Special Op on my doorstep, yes, they're probably going to kill me, but some of them aren't going home to Mama either without an arm or without their head. <clears throat> they have to understand that. That's why they won't bother me. They'll bother Bambi, the Bambi Democrats and the idiot the Republicans, like these single women that think it's not a good idea. Single women especially, they should have handguns. They're better at a shot than a male uh, with a handgun. And they, they can't outdo a man that's 300 pounds if they're 125. If they're getting out of a shopping area and they're in a parking lot, a parkade, they should have a handgun on them. 
so they can equalize. All of a sudden, some guy's going to bully them, they whip out their gun. Believe me, those 200 extra pounds disappear quickly, don't they? They sure do. They sure yeah, do. they sure do. That's And uh, so, Josh, I, I think uh, I'm hoping that President Trump listens to your show, which is patreon.com forward slash Josh Bernstein. I hope he listens to this show because, to me, the advisors around him are good, but some of them are kind of too slanted uh, in, in either one way or the other. You know, uh, I'm, I'm concerned about some of the people around Trump right now that they're not giving him the full story or a balanced view on things. And he, basically, I like the fact that Trump will... This is a whole range of views, and they said, no, not you. Uh, that's sort of okay. It, in other words, he's his own man. He's not going to just do yeah. what his advisors tell him to do. But if he has bad advice, for example, when he's meeting with Xi, and in a sense, he's meeting with Xi and Kim next month, because even if Xi is not at the physical meeting, he's in the background, because as I use this joke, uh, Kim Jong-un, when he goes and uses his bidet and his palace there in, in Pyongyang, uh, he has to to text message G or a party member to know which hand to use after to press the button uh, to actually bidet his butt after he uses the bathroom. I mean, people don't understand how controlled they are <laughs> and how the microchips, and even the same thing from Russia. The, we talked about the, the rocket systems are from a facility just outside Moscow and the targeting systems. So Mr. Putin and the Russian parties are playing games too with us, and they have this proxy called North Korea, a starving nation, that they could care less of whether or not we nuke the hell out of them, uh, with nukes aimed at our throat. This is a pretty crazy game they're playing, and you know what? Where it's going to end. This uh, North Korea summit. Are they doing it in <clears throat> South Korea at the DMZ? I don't think so. I have a feeling it's going to be down in Europe, like someplace like Italy or whatever. I don't think. I haven't heard a report yet, but my guess it's not going to be in in Asia. I have a feeling the media is going to be in Europe, maybe America, but uh, my guess would be probably in a neutral place because. Really, what we're having is they're playing proxy games, Russia and China, with the West. It's the same thing financially, the same thing with building the South China Sea weaponized islands. It's the same thing with Russia trying to invade Ukraine. Uh, and luckily, we'd give them anti-tank missile systems for the Ukrainians to stop them from attacking. Uh, you know, Russia would like to take back the Latvia, Lithuania, and Estonia and reestablish the Soviet Union. Not going to happen. In fact, the most pro-Americans maybe more than Americans or the Poles, who say, we know the Russians, we don't trust the Russians, and we want to be able to push back the Russians. So the Poles are with it, aren't they? Yeah, I mean, you know, they love uh, America. They, you know, they still have a statue up of Ronald Reagan. You know, they, uh, I mean, the Polish obviously benefited greatly from you know, Ronald Reagan's presidency and things like that. But right. getting back to the North Korea thing, I mean, I think um, what I've heard is... Uh, Shinzo Abe is going to be there as, I guess, as a mediator. Um, the head of the South um, South Korean Party uh, is going to be there. The president of South Korea, and then uh-huh. there's going to be some other dignitaries and diplomats there. 
Uh, and then from the north, I, I would assume Kim Jong-un and maybe a couple of his top lieutenants and generals. And right, so on our side, it's going to be yeah. John Bolton, of course, Trump, and uh, probably, well, probably not Mike, uh, probably not Pence, because I don't think they'd both be at the same location for security reasons. But it could right. be Mattis, and it could be a, a couple of others as well. And uh, it's going to be very interesting to see what happens from that. I mean, I'm not expecting a, uh, a Wickovic, that's for sure, <laughs> you know, from well, back in the day. Well, what I'm concerned about is that I don't think Trump is stupid enough to just start relaxing the restrictions without on-site proof that they're not just going to stop firing off nukes or missiles, that they're actually going to denuclearize the, the weaponization and centrifuges. People don't realize that this goes back even before Kim Jong-un, that his father was actually transferring centrifuges to Syria. People don't know this, do they? Yeah, no, that's, that's absolutely true. And Syria has been in the, in the background for a very long time. We know that the Russians have, uh, have supported the Syrian um, government, Assad regime, as well as the mullahs in Iran. They have built nuclear facilities and uh, components inside Iran in Natanz and Quds and, and in other well, areas. Yeah, this this uh, this. Uh, Bashir Reactor, for example, that contract was 1975, the Russians did with the previous Iranian government. People need to realize what's going on here. Russia wants an air base in Syria, right on the back doorstep of Israel. They want these, uh-huh. these knockoff drones flying over Israeli airspace, and that's not going to happen. And Israel, luckily, is smart enough. They're building some of the best anti-missile systems on the planet for us and for them. And, and I honestly think that the election, of the, the appointment of John Bolton and so on, is, is a war cabinet to prevent war rather than to start war. I think when you have a war cabinet that prevents war, because when you're weak and wimpy, like previous governments, you invite disaster, don't you? Yeah, there's no question about it. When you're from behind instead of the front, I think uh, John Bolton is, uh, you know, no holds barred. He's going to say exactly what needs to be said, and he's going to give a lot of advice and work in concert with Mattis and some of the other security no. folks uh, in the Trump administration. I heard there was the 12th of May or somewhere on that date, a date when we actually have to de-ratify the agreement, which is a seven-nation agreement with Iran, uh, regarding this Iranian crazy deal. But there was no on-the-ground validation that they weren't uh, building higher-quality uranium that would be only used for weaponized missiles. Uh, You know, to say that they need it for medical reasons is freaking ridiculous. Or they need it for one reactor, which is Bushir, because they don't have multiple reactors. This is a damn big reactor, the Bushir, and you have to look at the reactor design. It's designed to make weapons-grade plutonium and detonators for nuclear warheads, period. Well, I mean, I'm, an, minute, I'm a nuclear Iranians, expert. Uh, the Iranians also have um, components and facilities in Natan, and they have them in, uh, in Kut, uh, in, the, in that area. So they have multiple spots in which they have their nuclear facilities underground. There's no question about that. Right. Uh, and, you know, the Parsons, for instance, uh, just a year and a half ago, there was satellite imaging of the Parsons facility location in which people were wearing hazmat suits and cleaning up nuclear fissure and, and nuclear uh, material and things like that. And, again, this goes against the IAEA's uh, policy where they would have to go in and inspect everything. They, we know that they threw the nuclear um, inspectors out, but we also know that they have a caveat in the Iranian deal that says that they get 28 days 
They get 28 days to basically <laughs> clean up everything before the people can come in and inspect it. That's I mean, why I, Obama and Kelly uh, were such idiots. Yeah, that's why I've changed his name. He's not Obama. He's the Abominator. It's like the Terminator from the future that's come back to destroy America. I mean, it really is insane. 28 days is like, look, you could actually make the world over in 28 days. Well, what are they talking about? The idea that somehow they're going to do a dirty nuclear experiment to actually make weapons-grade plutonium, shut down their centrifuges and everything, then clean it all up and say, yeah, come on back and inspect. How ridiculous is that? Yeah, and not only that, let's not forget that there's a caveat in the Iran deal that says if there was a preemptive strike from Israel to stop their nuclear, you know, reactors and things like that, that the American government was supposed to back up the Iranians and not their closest ally in Israel. People don't know that either. That You're kidding. No, you must be kidding. agreement that... Uh, Obama signed was basically gave Iran everything, including strategic military uh, capacity in case of a preemptive strike. People don't know this. You've got to be kidding. I didn't know that. No, I mean, literally, want to turn on Israel. And without Israel, basically, our only doorstop against the complete takeover of the Middle East by, by Russia. And then, by the way, secondarily by China, because Russia can come in with their special forces and their nukes. But ultimately, the 200-million-man army that Fauci Tung talked about back in the late 40s with his Red Book is Chinese. And they got it from their stupid two-child and one-child policies. They got an excess of... Almost 200 million males that they can just put in their army and just march down to the Middle East. Well, look, let's hope that uh, Pompeo and uh, and Bolton convince the President of the United States to abandon the nuclear deal immediately and uh, get rid of it so that, God forbid, in the future, this, uh, this agreement does not stand for another left-wing Marxist radical president in the future that would want to bring it back. As sure as the sun rises in the morning, I guarantee you Trump is going to kill it in May. He's going to kill that deal with Bolton in his head. Bye-bye, Iranian deal. Now you guys are going to have to dress <laughs> up. Anytime. So let's let's proceed. Um, I'm uh, really hoping Trump is going to campaign a lot. I think he is. I think he's going to. He's calling for the nuclear option to deal with at least DACA. At the very least, this immigration issue. It's going to blow up in our face because the economy is going to have a trade war with China. That's already not brewing. It's happening as we speak. The Chinese are going nutballs. They're actually now going to persecute their own people. And you've talked about it on your show before they even did it. And they did it parallel with actually making cryptocurrencies illegal. The big danger to China is not America, it's crypto. Their own people are actually moving to crypto, and the latest move is Ethereum and Bitcoin are buying into crypto to gold, which means the Carapar Bank, and we have a ton of people trying to contact me and sign up now with Carapar. Some people actually had signed up and didn't do anything. Now they realized that the regular currencies, including the American dollar and so on, are going to go through revolution. If Trump is smart, because 90% of the world currency is denominated in U.S. dollars, either physical or electronic, He'll back it by gold, and he'll make it go to the Fed coin. And then if other countries don't tie their currency, like Bretton Woods, to our currency, 
We just don't do proper trade with them. You don't have to have tariffs and uh, and so on. You just kind of stop currency manipulation like the Chinese, and you tie it directly to making trade deals to say, hey, uh, you're going to let our automobiles come into China and our pork and our pistachio nuts. We'll put in a penalty. China has some of the highest tariffs in the whole world, and they're, they they keep on lying. Yeah, it's just disgusting. I mean, I think Trump is going to, in the next six months, I'm very optimistic that Trump is going to put the royal screws to everybody that doesn't want to play fair ball. And he believes in win-win. Trump's a free trader, but he wants fair trade. And I honestly think the Chinese are going to learn it the hard way because they figure that they build really aggressive islands in the South China Sea. They're going to get access to oil. All they had to do was make a phone call to Duarte, and he would say, hey, come on down, let's build up the resources. So... It's not that we can't collaborate like I think he should if he wants to be the high-speed rail president because this idiot here, uh, Brown, Moonbeam Brown here in California, he screwed up way over budget, having all kinds of legal and other tangle problems and was hardly building this thing. We need to get thousands of Chinese engineers on our work visa over here as part of a deal so they can help build our high-speed rail, and they love it. They love it. They've taken the technology that they stole from us, upgraded it slightly, and now they get tons of people trained to actually do it. it work out a deal. I mean, I'm sure Trump can do it. And we need to realize we can collaborate with nations. They can succeed. We can succeed. We can also reduce pollution so we stop killing the oceans with the benthic layer that converts carbon dioxide to oxygen. We can make life better for people in third world countries if the world economy otherwise increases. So they don't have to leave Honduras. They don't have to march all the way through Mexico. And the Mexicans are collaborating because they shouldn't allow them to march through their own country, and then arrive on our border. It's ridiculous, isn't it? It is, and you know what's interesting is that if you're found to be an illegal alien in Mexico, it's actually a felony. Right. And you can actually do hard labor. You could do jail time. So I think what's going to happen is the militia members are going to wake up, and they're going to be out on the border pretty soon. As a matter of fact, I have heard in the next 72 hours they're on their way down there now to stop these people, and I don't know if there's going to be an armed resistance down there on the border or not, but if we can at least get them to realize that, hey, you just can't come into our country without, you know, being uh, a citizen, uh, we saw what happened when they had the uh, Operation Illegal Dump, as I called it, uh, under um, Obama. We had the militia members and we had the border guys down there, and they were basically telling them, go, go back. And they were, you know, making it so that they couldn't cross. Um, a lot of them did cross, of course, and now they're here and, you know, they became part of DACA or whatever. Uh, and uh, we need to end this chain migration. We need to take away the carrot. We need to take away the incentive and let people know that you cannot come to America for the American dream illegally. If you want the American dream, you have to come here legally. And even then, we should limit the amount of people that come here. I want to see a complete reduction in, in legal immigration of somewhere oh, yeah. between 75 and 80 percent. Yeah, not only that, we should have the formal industries, including small business, make applications for specific skill sets. And it has to be filled by Americans first. And if it's not filled by Americans first, that's what needs to be Americans first, then we can say, okay, we need X number of people, let's say high-speed rail engineers. And they don't necessarily get citizenship, they get a little work visa, and if they behave themselves and don't get involved with a felony or crime or, or stealing intellectual property, sure they can apply. 
But this is something that has to happen down the road. And then we get the best and brightest from India and China and God knows where. Uh, instead of just people arriving and expecting to park their tukas and get freebies. It's ridiculous. Well, I think we ought to put a ban or at least a moratorium on Chinese um, engineer students and exchange students that know about science and, and nuclear activity. Oh, yeah. It's a matter of this country. Absolutely. I, I agree with you. You know what? That's why I talk to my friends up. I see too. Right, I put my, that up for those two big countries because they're predatory. Uh, the University of Spoiled Children, we call USCI friends, just up the road here. And they tell me how you go to classroom and it's chock-a-block full of these foreign students, and they're just making all kinds of notes and grabbing stuff, and then they get into American corporations, and they literally steal the intellectual property and just block it right back to China. They haven't invented anything. In fact, it's part of the Chinese culture. They're afraid to invent something, so they end up in a loud prison camp tissue types for their organs. People say, oh, no, that won't happen. I said, look, i got Chinese relatives. I can tell you. What they do to the poor Chinese people is disgusting. And we still make them more, most favored nation status. Why the hell should we? When we have a woman with her third pregnancy, they'll seize her even before delivery and make her bleed to death out they kill her baby. I mean, it's just disgusting that we put up with this crap. It, it is. I mean, and again, you know, they have a, obviously an overpopulation issue yeah. and problem. And we certainly don't need our intellectual property taken and being used against us in the future in future wars by the Chinese. So again, I would put a moratorium of maybe 15, 20 years, not allowing any foreign students uh, coming in from India and China, and maybe even add a couple other countries to that as well, Singapore, Malaysia, uh, anywhere, you know, even Japan for that matter. I don't want any of our intellectual property being taken and used against us. If we're going to have Americans here and Americans can go... Well, and, and, or, and not only that, I think we should block China purchasing Silicon Valley AI companies. I mean, people don't realize the head of the line now to purchase these artificial intelligence companies based in Silicon Valley and Silicon Valley-like facilities in America or Europe or Canada. They're doing a great disservice because they want to use AI to subjugate their populations and to also subjugate us. What they're doing is they're actually turning China into a laboratory to crush the human race. And it doesn't matter to me what race you are. I'm concerned about the poor Chinese people being crushed by their government that we support by supporting them with nuclear materials, targeting technology, high-tech, letting their students go back and forth. And the Communist Party are laughing their heads off where 80% of the new billionaires in the last 30 years are all Chinese Communist Party members. So their kids are going to London to go shopping on holidays with their Airstream jet. These are not communists. These are basically commune capitalists. <laughs> these these guys are like G are, are ridiculous. They're not communists. Anyway, they, they are commune capitalists. I, I think that's a really good word to describe them because, again, you know, when, when you think about it, the uh, Chinese middle class, I think, is like somewhere around 400 million people. That's a large percentage of the entire you know population of China, that's more. They have over a hundred million more people in their middle class alone than we have all in the United States as a country. And so, yeah, you know, they may be struggling in some respects. I know that their stock markets lost you know trillions of dollars a couple of years ago, and they're trying to come back from that. But the reality is, is they're still a huge country. Uh, they can't feed all of their people. They they can't supply goods and services to all of their people. That's why you have, you know, the, the globalist communist Chinese that are working with capitalism. And it's almost by default. They actually have to use capitalism at some point 
because otherwise they would never, they would be like Venezuela if they didn't. And so well, the good part about it is that it's capitalism, but the bad part about it is it's still being run by communists. So you have commune capitalism. I think that's a, a really good assessment. Right, you know, and what I see happening is the thing that's going to overtake both all of the people in the world is a couple of things. The first thing is the rise of populism. It's not just a Trump phenomenon. The second thing is artificial intelligence and digital economy. They try to kill uh, cryptocurrencies. They're not going to succeed. They try to kill populism. They're not going to succeed in Europe. You're going to see the rise of European independence of nations like Hungary, building their own border walls, etc., Italy, etc. So... The same thing is going to happen in China. These young people aren't going to put up with much more of these elderly communists that are rich as hell. They're just not going to put up with it, are they? It depends whether or not they can get arms to take out their own government. Uh, we've seen that in Iran, and the student youth movement still can't take out the mullahs. So we've seen it in a lot of different areas. I mean, even Venezuela, for instance, couldn't take out Maduro. We saw the Free Syrian Army. They couldn't take out Assad. Right. So unless there's a large enough uh, military operation to combat these types of dictatorships, uh, I don't know. If yeah, exactly. Cuba being another example. Exactly, exactly. Warning. Imagine a pill that can improve your focus, your memory, your sleep. A catalyst to improve your brain chemistry. Dr. Bill's Cognition Plus is truly the smarter-in-an-hour pill. A combination of amino acids, trace minerals, and B vitamins, Cognition Plus is made with specialized herbal extracts that will enhance and support brain function. Our customers say, I feel more focused. My memory's getting better. I can work longer with more useful hours. Power up your neurotransmitters that have been depleted, like dopamine and norepinephrine. Simulate the release of others, like serotonin and oxytocin. Improve circulation and energy production. Protect your mind and your loved ones today. Order Dr. Bill Deagle's Cognition Plus at 888-212-8871 or go online to NutriMedical.com. That's 888-212-8871 or NutriMedical.com. And listen to the NutriMedical Report on the Genesis Radio Network with open lines every weekday. NutriMedical.com, bringing nutrition and medicine together.